Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. I'd like to quickly read the scriptures to us. Firstly, Jude 1, verse 20, he says, But you, my, de- my delightfully loved friends, constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith by praying every moment in the spirit. Hallelujah. By praying every moment in the spirit. With this, we're going to be also reading First Second Timothy 2. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Speaking in other tongues, we're going to be praying. Praying for leaders of nations, praying for the authorities. God's desire is that all men, all men come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. As we speak in tongues this morning, can you unmute yourself as we speak in tongues right now? Ya <laughs> <laughs> 
for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Yes, hallelujah. All men everywhere come into the knowledge of the truth. Liga Safrakadilaha. Londo Sufriki do Hushta. Rakava Soke de Hushta. Liga Safila Kadia. Londo Kogosoto. Come into the knowledge of the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. 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 
Kabaya, men everywhere, men everywhere. Likava Sata Kabaya, Macro Sutoko Bolokosata, looking for the truth, in search of the truth. Lika Baros Toscoveria, Leko Bosta Kabaya, Makaba Sataya. Yes, Hallelujah. We see an avalanche of harvest to God. Many Makasataya being gathered, being gathered into the kingdom. Many being gathered into the kingdom. Leko Vento Sufila Hati, Viso Patela Katuvaha, Rikato Shatakabaya. Oh, men, everywhere around the world, La Crusufa Kabaya, gathered unto the Lord in salvation, in righteousness. Lita Baradi Kabaya. Yele bese tike bele kisa faradiga ora kasa takabaya ye bakasa takabaya because out of us flows bakasa takabaya gushes of salvation out of us flows gushes of righteousness lika tofreki zapataya bringing many unto Christ lika sofeki bahaya ora basa takabaya. We are bold each day to declare the world bolder and bolder, more confident of the truth. Our conviction is on any, our conviction is undeniable, our convictions are very tangible and contagious. Yes, your name be praised forever and ever, O dear Lord Jesus. Lego Sufrike Dede, Lupretike Zakatigaha, Zentu Tevila Krakadabaya. Blessed be your name, God, forever. Lero Shanamandi, Zikalamando Frakadila Hasta, Egratojina Valigistaha. Blessed be your name, God, forever and ever. In Jesus' name, Amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. For the salvation of souls. Glory to God forevermore. Okay. So um, if you have people that you invited that are not able to connect to this link, a second link has been dropped um, in our various groups so you can send it to them while we resolve um, the issue with the Zoom so that they can connect and they'll be able to participate effectively. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Right now we're going into the praise and worship segment, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear esteemed sister Harriet. Thank you so much, everyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Everyone, depending from part of the world you're connected from. Thank you so much, Pastor Debbie, for that powerful prayer session. Thank you, Sister Maka, for this opportunity to lead God's people in worship this morning. Hallelujah. Just lift up your holy hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we love you. We appreciate you. Malibo Siata Kalamande. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we worship you, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I sing. I declare your praise. I shout. I tell the whole world of your love. Mm -hmm. I dance. Cause my heart is filled with joy. Oh, I rejoice and make a joyful noise. I rejoice and make a joyful noise. Oh, I sing. I declare your praise, Lord, I shout, tell the whole world of your love, I dance, cause my heart is filled with joy, I rejoice. And make a joyful noise. I rejoice and make a joyful noise. Oh, I sing, I sing from the depths of my heart. I declare your praise. Lord, I shout, I shout. I tell the whole world of your love. Oh, Lord, I dance. Because my heart is filled with joy. I rejoice and make a joyful noise. I and make a joyful noise. Lord, I praise you for who you are. I worship with my hands lifted high. I adore you. You deserve it all. Lord, I praise you for who you are. I worship with my hands lifted high. I adore you. You deserve it all. Lord, I praise you for who you are. I worship with my hands lifted high, I adore you, Lord. You deserve it all. Hallelujah. 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 You deserve it all. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You deserve it all. Lord, I praise you for who you are. I worship with my hands lifted high. I adore you, Lord. You deserve it all. Lord, I praise you for who you are. Lord, I worship you with my hands lifted high. I adore you lord you deserve it all hallelujah we wave our hands and sing hallelujah hallelujah you deserve it all we wave our hands to you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You deserve it all. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You deserve it all. You deserve it all. You deserve it all. Glory to God. 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 We sing, we shout, we dance. Bala Indeed, our hearts are filled with joy and we give you praise because you deserve it all. Glory to God. Glory to the one who first loved us. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to the one who gave his life in exchange for us. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. I'm excited to welcome you to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. Today is Saturday, the 8th of January, 2022. It's eight days into the year. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What did you bring into the year? And what are you making of the year? Praise God. Today, you know, pay attention to every devotional in January. There are more of devotionals of instructions. If you have observed, they are more instructive because they position you for the rest of the year. Praise God. He seeks your faithfulness is the title of today's devotional. Our opening test is taken from 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 7. But every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. The simplicity so of this particular opening test is telling you that every one of us has something to offer. Every one of us has a gift, but every man has his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. In Matthew 25, Jesus talked about three servants who were entrusted with talents. One was entrusted with one talent, another with two talents, 
And the third, five talents. Talent being a weight measuring standard, usually of money. So basically, um, in that in that time, um, it was either a talent of gold or talent of silver. So it was telling you that these guys were actually given money. And I want to believe that, especially for those of you who have partnership targets, you can relate with this. So if God, I, 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 as assuming that God gave you a particular amount because everyone has all they need to start whatever they need to start. Pastor will say, all you have is all you need. So at this moment, we'll take it that every one of us has something at this time. So with that mindset, follow the devotional. The talent were given to them on the basis of their abilities, on the basis of their abilities. And remember that abilities can be can be developed. For instance, your ability to handle people can be increased. And that's where, that's where you require grace. So even grace itself brings about an increase in ability. Praise God. So what their master was looking out for was their faithfulness. So for instance, if every one of them could handle um, 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 $1,000, he didn't give one $2,000 so that that one would say, but God, you know that is only $1,000 I could handle now. Why did you not give me $2,000? He said every one of them was given according to their ability. So it was a first year in terms of ability. So God wasn't looking for ability in that particular situation. He was actually looking for faithfulness. And remember, he's the one who gives ability, right? So faithfulness was what he was looking for in the course of this journey. The one who got five talents came back with 100% success. Matthew 25 and verse 20. The one that was given two talents gained two more, which was also 100%. You find that in 20, verse 22. But the servant that was given one talent, one talent was a disappointment to the master. Mark the words. That means a man can be a disappointment to God. And really, there are Christians like that. God is not proud of them. You know, every day during this devotion, I take the time to, especially when we're dealing with, the, um, with, with Rhapsody, I take the time to explain to you so that you can, re you can relate with it. So that the word of God is not just one article that Pastor Chris wrote for the whole world. No, you see it as God's word to you for that day. You can relate to it in your relationship with others. You can relate to it in business. You can relate to it in your character. You can relate to it on the job. You can relate to it with your mind, with your spirit, as regards your body and your health. So that you will not be a disappointment to the master. It's not difficult to tell a Christian who is a disappointment to God. For instance, in this place, I've talked to you ladies about your dressing. Many of you, the way you dress, like harlots. I want to believe that with the way I've talked about it here, we, will not see, we don't have such people anymore. And I told you, some of those clothes, you have to burn them so that God can be happy with you for once. When you show up sometimes after you have dressed, feeling good with all the makeup and smiling, God looks at you and he's disappointed. He's like, is this my daughter dressed like a harlot? Dressed like a woman in the world? I thought she was not of this world. I thought she was in this world, but she does not belong here. How did she mix to become like the women in the world? Was that not what happened with the people of Sodom and Gomorrah? That God had to go to bring Lot out and his family. Everyone had conformed except Lot and his family. 
Brothers and sisters, the Bible is true from generation to generation. The popular opinion will never be the opinion of God. Take my words for it and get used to it because the principles are documented in the Bible. That thing that everybody wants to go for, often, especially when we are dealing with this world, the voice of the world will never be the voice of the word. The word and the world will never agree. So my question to you, when you show up in your dressing as a woman, does God look at you from heaven and smile? Or he shakes his head and turns it away. May the Lord not turn his head away from you in 2022. As simple as that thing is, dressing, as simple as it is, some of you, that is the reason you are not enjoying certain kinds of grace. That is the reason you show up in certain places rather than being accepted, you are rejected. Are you aware that your dressing can become an acceptance for you or a rejection? You may not realize, I'm telling you. but the servant that was given one talent was a disappointment to the master. Some of you ladies, are you aware your beauty was given to you as a talent, as an attraction to win people into the kingdom? Somebody just sees your physical beauty and like, God, who made this person? Who is this? They are first attracted physically, but as they come closer, they see a woman filled with the Holy Ghost, with glory, with power, and with the word of God on her lips and they are drawn to the Father. Why did he say, let your light so shine? He's telling you your, the, the intensity of, of, your, of your light shining is your responsibility. He said, let it shine so they can see. He wants them to see it. Paul told Timothy, he said, do it so that your, your success, your, 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 your growth, your progress may appear to all men, may be evident to all men, may be obvious. God wants it to be obvious. When we look at you, when we think about you, what is obvious? Do we think about the, that lady who shows up every time scandalously dressed? The brothers can't concentrate in church. They have to turn their eyes away from you because looking at you, only, only the wrong pictures come to their head. May you not be known as such a sister. And that is why I'm not gonna bend the gospel for anybody. If you're gonna be in this devotion, it's the word. It's called inspired by the word. It's not called inspired by Amarak. It's not it's called inspired by the world. It's not called inspired by public and popular opinion. It's called inspired by the word. The way the word says it is how we are going to go. You go or you go. And you must go. Because you have, you have put your hand to the plow. You will not look back. You are easily persuaded by the word. I prophesy that you are easily persuaded by the word. You are not of them who are offended when you hear the correction of the word. But the servant that was given one talent was a disappointment to his master. He said, master, I know you very well. You like to reap where you didn't sow. Therefore, I keep your talent for you. I kept your talent for you. Verse 24, he did nothing with it. He was offended that the master asked him to be faithful, required faithfulness of him. Many of you, you want your leaders to accept you the way you are. They are expecting you to behave in a particular way according to the word. No, you have see eh, eh, in my family, even my family, they know me. They know me. This is how I am. Everybody should just accept, not in God's kingdom. The word of God must mold you. Evidently, he was a belly archer. Go and check the meaning of the word. His life was never productive. He had only the ability to manage one talent. He had had the ability, he had it. 
and he still ruined his chances. How many Christians not like that? Think about your life. Think about your 2021. Many of you, before you joined, inspired by the word. How many chances you had but abused? How many opportunities God gave you but abused? How God gave you a job, made you the PA to the CEO so that you can influence the decision of the organization. You did not see it that way. You were dating the CEO, a married man. I'm talking to somebody here and you know yourself. He puts you there so that you can bring glory to his name. So that, the, you know, the thing about PAs, and if you are here and you are a PA, blessed are you. You will not always be a PA, but PAs have the ability to influence organizational decisions in a way nobody else can do it outside of the boss. And that's because of their ability to relate with the boss and handle personal and um, public matters for the boss. But rather than see the office as an opportunity to do so much to the glory of God, you felt like the man has money. Has money become your God? How much has he given you? We're talking about money, wealth which no man has searched out. Incalculable and unquantifiable wealth. He says, Stamaka, I have a car, you don't have a car. Oh, when we all wrap to and stand before God, you will tell God the kind of car you drove and he will tell you, come and stay in this mansion because you drove this car in, 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 on the earth. Shall a man gain the whole world and lose his soul? It's life to you about the material wealth, about the money that people can give you. If money can buy you in a particular direction, then woe unto you. God is looking for men of character in these last days. And you see that money, money is nothing. Faithfulness is what we're talking about today. Are you faithful? God is looking for men who are faithful. You try them from all angles. Try them with integrity, they will pass. Try them with money, they will pass. We keep money in your care. We can come back three months later and we have it. God is looking for men of character, men of integrity, men who are faithful to God, to, hu to humanity, and to those that they follow. And even to their fellows, even to their younger ones, to their juniors, to their followers. Are you aware that as a leader, you can be unfaithful in your office? You take advantage of people. You, you say, uh, um, 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 you, 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 go, you go to, maybe you, you drive, you're driving around town and then you go to the restaurant and then you order for anything and then you tell your follower to pay. Did you know if the person had money? The person did not volunteer to pay. That is not how to cause people to succeed. My people I have led through the years, they are here. If we go out to eat at different times, I'm taking them out for dinner, taking them out for movie, and I will pay. I'm not waiting for a member to pay. The giver is more blessed than the receiver. The receiver. I'm a smart Christian. I'm a smart Christian. I think giving, I don't think receiving, but I must receive because the giver would always receive. The one who sows seed must get the harvest. But my mind is programmed for giving. When we go out like that and we, we eat together, I'm in a hurry to want to pay for everybody. Sometimes I emptied my account. They may not have known. They might have felt like, ah, Sister Maka had all the money that day. I emptied my account, but I understood the power of the seed. It always returns multiplied. And that's why through the years I've grown in influence with God and with people. If you meet me, if you know me, you know I have influence with God and I have influence where people are. God has blessed me in that area. 
And these are principles that are put to work through the years. They are no coincidence. Don't think that God made me in a special way and made you in a very different way. He said he gave everybody according to their abilities. He gave everybody according to the measure of their faith. We all had the same faith when we became Christians. We started out the same way. I built myself to this place. Where have you built yourself to? He ruined his chances. His master called him wicked and unprofitable because he desired him to be faithful. Are you aware that Christians, that God looks from heaven and he says that one is wicked? The man is his servant. Because this parable, Jesus was talking about the kingdom. So God wasn't talking to a stranger. He was talking to his own person. We are all servants of God. Does God look from heaven and say you are wicked? Do you know that there's a way you treat your brother? God looks from heaven and says, that is wicked. That is some of you. Your problem is not that you don't pray. Your problem is not that you don't confess. Your problem is your wickedness to one another. In certain acts of unfaithfulness. Certain acts of unfaithfulness. is wickedness before God. Master called him wicked and unprofitable because he desired him him to be faithful. It's the same with the Lord. As read in our theme verse, we are all so uniquely graced and gifted by God and he seeks faithfulness. He expects results. 2022, I am giving the Lord results. Results heaped upon results. Results heaped upon results. Accomplishments heaped upon accomplishments. Achievements heaped upon achievements. I am a carriage of money. Amarak, I shall give to the Lord results. You may wonder, how do I know what's expected of me? It's simple. You know what's expected of you by what you have been told. The ability of God is given through his message, his word. The word of God that you hear every day shows you what is expected of you. So if I'm talking about the way a woman should dress, that is what is expected of you. Live up to it. If we're talking about how you should relate with people, that is what is expected of you. Live up to it. And see, when the word of God comes, it comes with the ability for you to do what it talks. So if you say, Asta, Mark, I've been trying to change. It's been difficult. No, as you are hearing me, you have changed. There's a spirit in the word. The words that I speak unto you, the Bible says they are spirits and they are life. When they enter you, they energize you for the change that you require to do. What did he expose you to? What information did he give? you when you analyze what he's told you you would understand his expectation of you many of you women god is looking for women in this last days who will stand as role models are you aware that we lack role models in this world sometimes i look at the world i cry i cry i wrote a piece i'll find it and see if i can share it in our groups i'm even trying to remember the name something about heroes i don't know if pastor debbie or sister joy can remember the world is in need of heroes that's the title the world is in need of heroes there are too many god looks he told ezekiel i'm looking for a man one man one man one one who will stand in the gap that means in that generation god looked and looked and looked and he could not find one he said ezekiel i'm looking for a man ezekiel i'm looking for a man he was trying to tell ezekiel would you be that man Brothers and sisters, are you aware that every day as we draw closer to the rapture, God is looking for men, men of integrity, men of purity, who don't take the grace of God for nothing. You say, anything I do, God will always forgive me. 
So you misbehave and misbehave, bringing shame instead of glory. Yes, he will forgive you. But when he looks, he's looking for that man of faithfulness. He's looking for that man of character. And I ask you today, will you be that God's one man? Would you be that God's one man? Many times when I pray, this is what I pray for. I say, God, raise us heroes. I'm not even talking about heroes in the world. Heroes in church. Because sometimes you go to church, nothing to inspire you anymore. You think that the correction the pastor has been corrected in recent times. You think, you, you think he just likes to talk. When he corrects the love of singers, you think he, he just, he, you think he, he doesn't have any other topic to preach about. God is looking for heroes. That you sing and everybody hears you from around the world. Billions connected. Is that your achievements? Is your life bringing glory to God? The life that you live outside of the stage. After your beautiful voice. The life that you live. Does it bring glory to God? Does God look at you from heaven and say, oh, oh, if only I had 10 of these persons. If only I had 100 of these persons. I thought about the prototype. If God multiplied you into 100 in the world, would the world be a better place or a nuisance? You are the one that causes trouble in the choir. Every quarrel you are involved, if we multiplied you times 100, would the world not destroy itself? I, be, I dare you to, I, I bet you that if God had 10 Amarak, oh, we would turn the world upside down because only this one is turning the world upside down. Are you a prototype that we can multiply and distribute? Those are the kind of people God is looking for in these last days. Therefore, find the opportunity to use them to advance his righteousness and the reign of his kingdom in the earth. Remember, he tests your faithfulness. If you're faced with certain challenges or difficulties in carrying out what he's asked you to do, your only option should be to win. Should be to win. Win, don't compromise. Don't say, Sister Maka, my mother was in the hospital. I didn't have, there was nowhere to get money. I had to sleep with my boss because he was going to give me a million naira. Don't, don't compromise. Don't give excuses. Win, win. Because there's always a winning. There's always winning for the child of God. You just have to look for the way to win. If you make up your mind that winning is your only option, you will return with testimonies. Be fully committed to the furtherance of the gospel. Remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Surely, at the end of all things, the Lord will say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Matthew 25 and verse 21. I believe that the word of God has ministered to you today. This year is not for babies in the kingdom. This year is not for sissies. This year is for generals. Generals. Because we are going to the last war. We are in the war. Different, different battles make up a war. If you read through the Bible days, there were times when they had to go for different battles to win one war. If you read through history, they will tell you how World War this thing lasted for so many months. But within those months, they went for different battles. We are preparing for the last battle. 2022 is a showdown. God is looking for generals who fight, who are not afraid to die if we have to die. 
but we are not of them that can die. He already died for us. Be tough in the kingdom. Be a role model. Be someone that is dependable. If God is still talking to you about dressing, how will he talk to you about affairs of the kingdom? He can correct you about your life. You want him to talk to you about a kingdom? You think it's a joke to rule a kingdom? You want to become the governor of a state? He can't talk to you about your dressing. You want to rule the government? I brought you the word of God today. You believe, you accept it, or you reject it. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy at this moment. Have a great day. Brother Martins will round off the meeting. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Ma, for, praise God, for today's ministration. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Hallelujah. We are reading the further study, and we are reading from Romans 12, 68, the Good News Bible. So we are to use our different gifts in accordance with the grace that God has given us. If our gift is to speak God's message, we should do it according to the faith that we have. If it's to serve, we should serve. If it's to teach, we should teach. If it's to encourage others, we should do so. Whoever shares with others should do it generously. Whoever has authority should work hard. Whoever shows kindness to others should do it cheerfully. Praise God. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, the Passion Translation. My heart spills over with thanks to God for the way he continually empowers me and to our Lord Jesus, the anointed one who found me trustworthy and who authorized me to be his partner in this ministry. And finally, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Praise the Lord. So right now we're going to take the confession together. You don't have to unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Praise God. The Lord has blessed me with abundant graces in Christ. For the furtherance of the gospel. And I will be faithful. My life is for his glory and the expansion of his glorious kingdom. And spread of his righteousness in the earth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, please just give me a minute. I'm trying to sort out the sound for the other group. Please just give me one minute, please. Praise God. All right, um, our Bible reading, today we continue with the book of Matthew chapter six. Yesterday we, yesterday we read Matthew chapter six from verse one to 18. Today we um, continue with verse 19. It says, treasures in heaven, that's the caption. 
praise God. Don't keep holding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourselves that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. But if your eyes are focused on money, the light cannot penetrate. If your eyes are focused on money, the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place. How profound will be the darkness within you if the light of truth cannot enter? How could you worship two gods at the same time? You will have to hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't worship the true God while enslaved to the God of money. This is why I tell you to never be worried about your life. For all that you need will be provided, such as food, water, clothing, everything your body needs. Isn't there more to your life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? Consider the birds. Do you think they worry about their existence? They don't plant or reap or store up food. Yet your heavenly father provides them each with food. Aren't you much more valuable to your father than they? So which one of you by worrying could add anything to your life? And why would you worry about your clothing? Look at the beautiful flowers of the field. They don't walk or toil. And yet not even Solomon in all its splendor was robbed in beauty, robed in beauty like one of these. So if God has clothed a medium with hay, which here for short which is here for such a short time and then dried up and burned, won't he provide for you the clothes you need, you, you of little faith? So then focus your, forget your worries. Why would you say, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For that is what the unbelievers chase after. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your bodies require? So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Praise the Lord. So right now we're moving over to chapter seven. Praise the Lord. We're reading from verse one to six. Hallelujah. Caption, do not judge. Verse one, refuse to be a critic full of bias towards others and you will not be judged. For you'll be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. Why would you focus on the flaw in someone else's life and fail to notice the glaring flaws of your own? How could you say to your friend, let me show you where you are wrong, when you're guilty of even more? You are being hypocritical. You are being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge and deal with your own blind spots, and then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spot of your friend. And finally, verse six: Who would hang earrings on a dog's ear or throw pearls in front of wild pigs? They will only trample them upon their feet and then turn around and tear you to pieces. Praise the Lord. 
And with that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. And thank you, Brother Martins, for helping share your screen. Hallelujah. At this point, I would like to hand over to the esteemed to finally help take us through the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sister Joy. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for this privilege. Thank you, esteemed Brad Martins, for the great job you're doing. It's helping us to display your screen. Today we're reading the book of Genesis, and we're reading chapters 20, 21, and 22. The Living Bible. Now Abraham moved south to the Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shor. One day when visiting the city of Gerah, he declared that Sarah was his sister. The king Abimelech sent, to her, sent for her and had, and had her brought to him at his palace. But that night... God came to him in a dream and told him, you are a dead man, for that woman you took is married. But Abimelech hadn't slept with her yet. So he said, Lord, will you slay an innocent man? He told me she is my sister. And she herself said, yes, he is my brother. I hadn't the slightest intention of doing anything wrong. Confesses. Yes, I know, the Lord replied. That is why I held you back from sinning against me. That is why I didn't let you touch her. Now restore her to her husband. And he will pray for you, for he is a prophet, and you shall leave. But if you don't return her to him, you are doomed to death, along with all your household. The king was up early the next morning and hastily called a meeting of all the palace personnel and told them what had happened. And great fear swept through the crowd. Then the king called for Abraham. What is this you've done to us? He demanded. What have I done that deserves treatment like this to make me and my kingdom guilty of this great sin? Who would suspect that you would do a thing like this to me? Whatever made you think of this violence? Well, Abraham said, I figured this to be a godless place. They will want my wife and will kill me to get her, I thought. And besides, she is my sister, or at least a half-sister. We both have the same father, and I married her. And when God sent me traveling far from my childhood home, I told her, have the kindness to mention wherever we come that you're my sister. Then King Abimelech took sheep and oxen and servants, both men and women, and gave them to Abraham and returned Sarah, his wife, to him. Look my kingdom over and choose the place where you want to live. The king told him. Then he returned to Sarah. Look, he said, I'm giving your brother a thousand silver pieces as damages, Kapaya, for what I did to compensate for any embarrassment and to settle any claim against me regarding this matter. Now justice has been done. Then Abraham prayed, asking God to cure the king and queen and all other women of the household so that they could have children. But God had already added that, stricken all the women with barrenness to punish Abimelech for taking Abraham's wife. <laughs> Genesis 21. Then God did as he had promised. And Sarah became pregnant and gave Abraham his baby son in his old age at the time God had said. And Abraham named him Isaac, meaning laughter. Eight days after he was born, Abraham circumcised him as God required. 
Abraham was 100 years old at that time. And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this shall rejoice with me. Or who would have dreamed that I would ever have a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a child in his old age. Time went by and the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham gave a party to celebrate the happy occasion. But when Sarah noticed Ishmael, the son of Abraham, and the Egyptian girl, Hagar, teasing Isaac, she turned upon Abraham and demanded, get rid of that slave girl and her son. He is not going to share your property with my son. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much. For After all, Ishmael too was his son. But God told Abraham, don't be upset over the boy or your slave girl. Why? Do as Sarah says. For Isaac is the son through whom my promise will be fulfilled. And I will make a nation of the descendants of the slave girl's son too, because he also is yours. So Abraham got up early. The next morning, prepared food for the journey, and strapped a canteen of water to Hagar's shoulders and sent her away with their son. She walked out into the wilderness of Beersheba, wandering aimlessly. When the water was gone, she left the youth in the shade of a bush and went off and sat down a hundred years or so away. I don't want to watch him die, she said, and burst into tears, sobbing wildly. Then God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from the sky. Hagar, what is wrong? Don't be afraid, for God has heard the lad's cries, and he's lying there. Go and get him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well. So she filled, refilled the canteen and gave the lad a drink. And God blessed the boy, and he grew up in the wilderness of Paran and became an expert archer. And his mother arranged a marriage for him with a girl from Egypt. About the time King Abimelech and Fikon commanded of his troops came to Abraham. Okay, about the time King Abimelech and Fikon, commander of his troops, came to Abraham and said to him, It is evident that God helps you in everything you do. Swear to me by God's name that you won't defraud me or my son or my grandson, but that you will be on friendly terms with my country as I have been towards you. Abraham replied, all right, I swear to it. And Abraham complained to the king about a well the king's servants had taken violently from, away from Abraham's servants. This is the first I've heard of it, the king exclaimed, and I have no idea who is responsible. Why didn't you tell me before? And Abraham gave sheep and oxen to the king as sacrifices to seal their parts. But when he took seven ewe lambs and set them off by themselves, the king inquired, why are you doing that? And Abraham replied, they are my gift to you as a public confirmation that this well is mine. So from that time on the well, from that time on, the well was called Beersheba, well of the oath, because that was the place where they made their covenants. Then King Abimelech and Fico, commander of his army, returned home again. And Abraham planted a tamarisk, a tamarisk tree beside the well and prayed there to the Lord, calling upon the eternal God. And Abraham lived in the Philistine country for a long time. And our last chapter of the day, Genesis 22. Later on, God tested Abraham's faith and obedience. Abraham, God called. Yes, Lord, he replied. Take with you your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much. And go to the land of Moriah and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will point out to you. The next morning, Abraham got up early, chopped wood for a fire upon the altar, saddled his donkey, and took with him his son, Isaac. 
and two young men who were his servants and started off to the place where God had told him to go. On the third day of the journey, Abraham saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey. Abraham told the young men and the lad, and I will travel yonder and worship, and then come right back. Abraham placed the wood for the bond offering upon Isaac's shoulders, while he himself carried the knife and the flint for striking, for striking a fire. So the two of them went on together. Father Isaac replied, we have the wood and the flint to make the fire, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? God will see to it, my son, Abraham replied, and they went on. When they arrived at the place where God had told Abraham to go, he built an altar and placed the wood in order, ready for the fire. And then I tied Isaac and laid him on the altar over the wood. And Abraham took the knife and lifted it up to plunge it into his son to slay him. At that moment, the angel of God shouted to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Lord, he answered. Lay down the knife. Don't hold the lad in any way. The angel said, For I know that God is first in your life. You have not withheld even your beloved son from me. Then Abraham noticed a ram caught by its horns in a bush. So he took the ram and sacrificed it instead of his son as a bond offering on the altar. Abraham named the place Jehovah provides and it still goes by that name to this day. Then the angel of God called again to Abraham from heaven. I, the Lord, have sworn by myself that because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your beloved son from me, I will bless you with incredible blessings and multiply your descendants into countless thousands and millions, like the stars above you in the sky and like the sands along the seashore. They will conquer their enemies and your offspring will be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. Your offspring will be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. All because you have obeyed me. So they returned to his young men and traveled home again to Beersheba. After this, a message arrived that Milka, the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor, had borne him eight sons. Their names were Oz, the oldest, Boaz, the next oldest, Kemuel, father of Aram, Shest, Hazor, Pildash, Jitlap, Bethuel, father of Rebekah. He also had four other children from his concubine, Rima, Teba, Gaham, Tahash. Okay, from his concubine, Rima, Teba, Gaham, Tahash, Maka. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reign of his word in Jesus' name. And I hand over to Estimbra Martins. Have a happy weekend, everyone. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Amaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise the Lord. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of today's meeting. And the affirmation is on the screen. So the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and Revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granting according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I'll kindly ask you to please unmute your mics as we take our formation at the count of three. 
I do understand the love of
in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he has stopped saying this cup, the New Testament in my blood, this do you have stopped as you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Lord, we worship you. For you reign magnificently. You rule victorious. Your power is shown in all the years. Mighty are the works of your hands. You are the God who taketh the poor out of the donkey and set him upon the thrones to sit with kings. You are the God who changes man's states and delivers unto him an estate. You are the God who lavishly pours out your blessings to your beloved. You are the God of righteousness. You are holy and pure. You are true and trustworthy. Even today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for you daily load us with benefits. Even all the benefits that we are supposed to receive today, every benefit accrued to us this day, we make a demand for it in the name of the Lord Jesus and we receive it gladly by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. To you be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the copy even now. Oh, say Kaba Sungra Ilav Rabadi Ragabondo Rogobosi Kababaya. Every pending payment, every pending debt is cancelled, cancelled by the power of the Holy Ghost. You are miraculously set off. Yes, Kakosta D. Kratowski. And you are that parent, you're thinking, how would you settle the bills? School fees, the house rents. Rato, Claradila, Dregadizi, Atroski, Jufrab, Lugrundes, Ovradija, Gitali, Gatali, Brede. Miraculous financing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Miraculous financing. He is that same God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Even now, we invoke the power of multiplication and, fin and miraculous financing. Yes, the money comes to you by free course, speedily, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare a 24 hours miracle. Parado Sakat Alabradi. Bongrotorian Krozi Frato Zekida Akradishta. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. It is done in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Sister Joy. Over to Sister Joy. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. Praise God. Right now, we'd like to celebrate and pray for and recognize those who have their birthdays today. If today is your birthday, your wedding anniversary, or you know anyone who is celebrating today and you would like us to pray for them, kindly drop a message in the chat room. Hallelujah. 
praise God. If it's your birthday or you know anyone who is celebrating, please very quickly drop a message in the chat room. Also, if it's your first time of connecting to this devotion, inspired by the word Global Time of Devotion, we'd like to meet you. So please drop a message in the chat room telling us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. If it's your first time today, kindly drop a message telling us your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise the Lord. And also, if it's your birthday or you know anyone whose birthday is today and you'd like us to pray for him or her, kindly drop a message in the chat room. Praise God. All right. Um, we have some birthdays today. Praise the Lord. Just a minute. I'm going to read all of them out. Hallelujah. Okay, so Queen Rosebud says, Today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Ebubechuku. Praise God. Happy birthday to your friend. Hallelujah. Okay, today is Pastor Oyeye's birthday. Glory. Happy birthday, Pastor Oyeye. And um, Sister Harriet says, Today is Sister Sophia Adams' birthday. Happy birthday to Sister Sophia. Hallelujah. Also, Sister Vanessa says, today is my cousin's birthday, Wilson Chima. Praise the Lord. Happy birthday to all of our celebrants. You can keep the message coming in. If it's your first time as well, kindly tell us your full name, where you connected from, and who invited you. Praise the Lord. All right. So, um, Sister Tina James says, today is our first time of connecting here. You're absolutely welcome. And she was invited by Sister Lillian Nayo. Sister Tina, where are you connected from? We'd like to know where you're connected from. We also have, um, I don't know if he's a brother or a sister, Ebere Chuku, Ejezie. First time connecting here, invited by Sister Uti. Sister Ebere Chuku says she is connected from Anambra State. Hallelujah. To all of our first timers, you are absolutely welcome. Sister Tina says she's connected from Delta State, Nigeria. Wow, glory to God. You're absolutely welcome. We are so happy to have you join us this morning. This is the Inspired by the World Global Family. And on a daily basis between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. GMT plus one, we connect, we connect to pray, we study the word, we affirm words, we break breads, we inspire one another, and it's always a glorious time in God's presence. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, Kelvin, Kelvin Aries says today is his pastor's birthday. His name is Pastor Bright Edada. Wow, happy birthday to Pastor Bright. Praise the Lord. I already took the messages from the other group. Happy birthday to all of our celebrants. And once again, to all of our first timers, you're absolutely welcome. And we are so happy to have you join this beautiful family of God. And we look forward to your testimonies because one thing is certain, as you connect consistently and do all that is being said, your life will not remain the same again and you will return with fantabulous testimonies. Praise the Lord. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed sister Maka for the opportunity to do this on a daily basis. Thank you so much, Ma. At this time, I'd like to welcome the esteemed brother Martins, the kindly help pray for all of our celebrants and those that are connecting for the very first time. Thank you, everyone. Have a very glorious Saturday ahead. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much. Be ever joyful, Sister Joy.
Agdoga Konsakalida Karadi la Grosiju Frag Londra Kosalita Kataki Kida Akatobi and Dumzedimani. Drigonda Safardida, Sarakondo Sobradida Hakati. Father, we thank you even today, Sister Tina and Berichuku AGZ. And are joining us today for the first time. Hako Siji Frando Sobradi. But I thank you for the turnaround that you have begun in their life from this day. That turn around in their family, setting them on a course that they must follow, on a pathway of your riches and glory, on a pathway of your joy that is their strength. Thank you for the unity that is consummated in their families. Oh, great gracious lavished upon them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for Ebu Bechuku, for Sophia Adams for Wilson Chima for Pastor Edada Bright. Lako Sekra Divro Ligros Agzeti Jelemanda, whose birthdays are today. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, great grace, great grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In blessings you are blessed. Bardo Zigrotila Krosi Jalamanda. And even now, Lord God, we pray for Pastor Onyinyechi, Paradi Grabado for Pastor Onyinyo Konko, Liga Sakadori and Digros. Oh, we declare, Rato Sikrati, Iparadori and Dijalabariati. Oh, her labor of love. Oh, Shite Kepaduria, Kai, Takunda Sakunda Kodrati Lahakati. A book of remembrance is open unto her this day. Kobaka Sukrato She's been ministered to by angels in the name of the Lord Jesus. Everywhere she goes in this life, everywhere she goes, she's favored and she's graced. Favor and grace will minister for her, in her and through her, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that your wisdom will continue to propel her, propel her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for everyone, everyone, everyone who's birthday is today. Oh, Sipa, It's a day of remembrance. Oh, in blessings, they are lavishly and abundantly blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, to you be all the glory forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to our celebrants and welcome to our first timers. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. At this point, I'll kindly crave your indulgence, brothers and sisters, to please unmute your mics as we share the grace fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amazing friendship Bye. Bye.